Hi, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 6th of November. Air quality has continued to worsen in the national capital. Today, the Delhi government decided to shut schools until 10th November for students of all classes, barring classes 10 and 12. The odd-even scheme will also be reintroduced from 13th November. Addressing a press conference, Environment Minister Gopal Rai informed that on odd dates, vehicles with registration numbers ending in 1, 3, 5, 7 and 9 will be allowed to ply. On even dates, vehicles with registration numbers ending in 0, 2, 4, 6, 8 will run. The decision was taken in anticipation of increased pollution levels after Diwali. The odd-even scheme is also recommended under Stage 4 or the Severe Plus category of air pollution under the Delhi government's Graded Response Action Plan. The other measures under this action plan include dust control, curbs on construction, heavy vehicle movement and open burning. Delhi's air quality remained in the severe category today, with the AQI breaching the alarming mark of 400 at noon. The Manipur government has extended the mobile internet ban in the state till 8th November, state officials said. Excluding a few days in September, mobile internet has remained banned in Manipur since May. The internet blackout was first imposed after ethnic clashes broke out on 3rd of May. Manipur state official T. Ranjit Singh said that the internet ban has been extended due to imminent dangers as a result of inflammatory and false rumours circulated on social media. He said it was in the context of the recent incidents of violence in parts of the state. The Manipur government's order said the state would open mobile towers on trial basis in district headquarters which had not been affected by violence. The order said uplifting the ban in violence-prone areas will be subject to improvement in situation. Listeners, as you know, assembly elections are due in five states. The News Minute and News Laundry have joined hands to bring you everything you need to know about the upcoming assembly elections. Do contribute to the NLTNM election fund so we can bring you authentic coverage from the ground and not narratives crafted in far-off studios. Being an independent news organization, we don't rely on ads, just you, our subscribers. And if you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. Today, the Supreme Court rejected the Popular Front of India, or PFI's plea, challenging its five-year ban under the UAPA, Bar and Bench reported. The PFI and eight of its associate organizations were banned for five years by the Union Home Ministry, over threats to security and terror links. On 28 September last year, the Modi government had designated the PFI as an unlawful organisation under the country's anti-terror law. A bench comprising Justices Anirudh Bose and Bela M. Trivedi said the organisation should first approach the concerned High Court. The ban on PFI had come after a nationwide crackdown on the organisation by the National Investigation Agency and the Enforcement Directorate. The centre alleged that the Muslim organisation was involved in violent terrorist activities endangering law and order. In March this year, a UAPA tribunal headed by Delhi High Court Justice Dinesh Kumar Sharma had upheld the centre's decision. Created in 2007, the PFI describes itself as an organisation that works towards achievement of socio-economic, cultural and political empowerment of the deprived and the nation at large. Today, the Madras High Court criticised the Tamil Nadu police for not taking action against Tamil Nadu ministers Udayanidhi Stalin and Shekhar Babu over their controversial remarks on Sanatan Dharma. A bench of Justice G. Jayachandran termed it a dereliction of duty. 
These observations were made while the High Court dismissed a petition seeking permission to conduct a conference to eradicate Dravidian ideology. Petitioner Magesh Karthikeyan had sought to organize the conference as a counter to the event where Stalin had made the controversial remark. Speaking at an event in September, Stalin had drawn parallels between Sanatan Dharma and diseases like dengue and malaria and called for its eradication. The judge said that a person in power should realize the danger of his speech and behave responsibly. He said, and I quote, A person should restrain themselves from propagating views which will divide people in the name of ideology, caste and religion. Instead, they may concentrate on eradicating intoxicating drinks and drugs which are injurious to health, corruption, untouchability and other social evil. Unquote. Udenidi, who was Tamil Nadu's sports minister and the son of Chief Minister M.K. Stalin, said he still stands by his comments on Sanatan Dharma. In an interaction with the press, he said, and I quote, I didn't say anything wrong. We will face the case legally. I have only spoken about my ideology. Unquote. Now, after one month of war in the Gaza Strip, the Israel Defense Forces, or the IDF, has encircled the region and divided Gaza into two. In northern Gaza, strong explosions were also reported after nightfall. Additionally, the region has again come under a communication blackout. This is the third instance of such a communication outage in Gaza, which comes amid Israel's plan to expand its airstrikes. Despite appeals and overseas demonstrations, Israel has continued its bombardment across Gaza, saying it is targeting Hamas. The country is also accusing Hamas of using civilians as human shields. More Israeli forces are set to enter Gaza within 48 hours. Israel has so far rejected US suggestions for a pause in fighting to facilitate humanitarian aid deliveries. Food, water and the fuel needed for generators that power hospitals are running low. Gaza's sole power station was forced to shut down shortly after the war broke out. So far, Israel has not allowed additional fuel deliveries in the region, saying Hamas would steal it for military purposes. Over 450 trucks carrying food, water, medicine and other basic aid have been allowed to enter Gaza from Egypt since 21st October. However, aid workers say it is insufficient to meet mounting needs in the territory. Gaza, which has been wrecked by airstrikes, is home to more than 2 million Palestinians. Since the escalations began between Hamas and Israel on 7th October, over 10,000 people have been killed in Gaza, while over 1,400 have been killed in Israel. Over 230 Israelis have also been held hostage by Hamas. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world.